Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. I'm so grateful you're here. I know that you can choose any other podcast to be listening to right now, but you chose The Woo Woo Woman, and truly that makes my heart so happy. If you want to be a part of this community, check out some information in the show notes, and we are welcoming you with open arms. Before we dive into this beautiful conversation I had with Tiffany and Victoria, the duo behind Spirit Mamas, I wanted to let you know that I have completed my freebie. And this is an opportunity for you to really begin to learn how to navigate your own natal chart and how to connect with your purpose. So if you want to find your purpose or you feel like you lack the sense of connection to purpose, your natal chart is the blueprint of your soul that will help guide you home. And yes, this is not some ancient little, you know, sea escapade journey fairy tale this is truth and what's beautiful about navigating through your needle chart is that your intuition begins to speak and it is a tangible form of internal expression if you're looking to really begin to dive in deeper within the confines of your own self make sure to grab that freebie along with additional details in the show notes so we dive into this a little bit in this podcast about developing the self and how when we really tap into and plug into who we truly are at the authentic level that we allow ourselves to really generate this magnetic frequency that begins to attract all the things that we desire to have and see in our lives while at the same time giving everyone else around us the opportunity to step into their own authenticity. So I'm really, really grateful that you're here and listening to this conversation. I had multiple chills, multiple times throughout this convo with these two beautiful women and I am stoked to call these gals sisters and without further ado let's just hop on into it hello welcome to the woo woo woman podcast today i have victoria nielsen and tiffany wilkes with spirit mamas and we are going to be talking about all things having to do with mamas mamas to be mamas who are baby mamas, dog mamas, all kinds of mamas, right? Because everybody cares for somebody in some capacity and we can all have takeaways from the message today. And I'm really stoked to touch base with you both just because I did have my son eight months ago and the second time around is so different and being able to have these various different resources that you can plug into and share and hear is so potent and amazing and supportive so thank you both for being a part of that and if you could each kind of share with us your backgrounds um, I know before recording, we discussed the mother wounds and I myself have that as well. And I'm still working through it. It's like unmasking layers and um, kind of share how you both came to be as a unit in what you do. That would be great. 
Awesome. Beautiful. Thank you so much for having us. I'm Tiffany, one half of Spirit Mamas. I am a certified Reiki master, also a sound healer, intuitive, and all the beautiful woo-woo things. I'm also a mom of two lovely boys, Logan, who is 12, and Lennox, who is two. He'll be three in August. So as you mentioned, the second time around is totally different. Um, so for me, where do I even begin? I've been kind of tapping into the spiritual realm since I was around the age of eight. So been a very long journey, but kind of kept it in the closet um, for many years until I had Logan, my oldest son. And as you know, becoming a mom, your eyes are opened up to different things. And I really was getting this call to ask the universe, what is my true purpose? And so through that, I realized I'm a healer and I heal people and I help people remember the magic that they hold within. <laughs> Full body chills. You can't see it on the podcast, but I just showed the girls. <laughs> um, and so um, fast forward uh, from the time age, Logan was around the age of five until maybe he was around nine. And that's when Lennox was born. Um, I kind of came out of my spiritual closet. I became a Reiki um, healer. Um, I really started voicing to friends, family, and strangers who I was as a spiritual healer. Um, and then Lennox came along and that was a totally different experience. And, you know, with each child, I think you realize like, you're here for a larger reason. And I really had this epiphany of like, you've kind of come out of the closet, but are you truly living your true purpose? Like when someone sees you and talks to you, if they don't ask a question, do they see your magic? And the answer was no at the time. And so um, I decided that I wanted to truly lean more into my spiritual practice and really figure out how to raise my sons so that they're always um, spiritually aware of who they are and the power that they hold because we get so many outside forces here in the world that can really question that, especially as my oldest was going into his little preteen years, right? And so um, I wanted to make sure that as a mom, I was um, being the best that I could be to remind them um, of who they are. And so I'll let Victoria give her side of the story and then we can kind of <laughs> bring it back around to like how both of our sons were born a few months apart, the second one's her first, my second, and it just kind of like made sense for us to start Spirit Mamas. <laughs> I want to oh touch on something that like you said, if they don't ask the question, do they know your magic? How? Wow. Right. Right. It's so true. And I think that as moms, and I don't know if it's just certain people or everyone, I think everyone to some extent, but maybe certain people are just a little bit more in tune and sensitive to actually do something about it. My first son was very similar to you. I was like, why am I here? Like, what am I doing? And then my second son, I'm already in it. And it's like the next level of it. And it's so profound how our, you know, when we think about our chakras and our alignment, right? Like our sacral chakras, where we create and where our creativity comes from. And that is where women create. And it's, it's so powerful that within creating a human, we're also somehow recreating ourselves energetically, right? It's so crazy. It's like, it's like a form of the butterfly. And I swear as moms, we are like the spaceship for the souls, <laughs> No, seriously. Like I love really that. Are, we we are, are small spaceships. Okay. I'm writing that down. <laughs> I love it. 
Oh my God. We're just, oh, I'm, you guys can't see me either. Hi, I'm Victoria, but I'm grinning from ear to ear right now because this is how I feel. My heart is bursting open. Um, so for the listeners, I am the other half of Spirit Mamas. I'm an Akashic Records reader, a breathwork and inner voice facilitator, and I'm currently pregnant with my second. So it's so nice to hear from you both that what I'm currently feeling is normal because I thought I had a spiritual awakening with my first son, Sebastian, but whatever is going on in the cosmos and within me right now is some next level shit. Yeah. And I can feel that there is so much creativity bursting out of me. I've actually committed to like 30 minutes of creativity every morning because I, it just has to come out of me, but I can tell that after his birth in whatever way he wants to come into the world there's even more ready to come forth. And I'm a little scared and nervous because it's a lot of energy and I know I can handle it. I know it's going to be beautiful. I know it's going to bring me to the next level, but I'm a little bit like, holy shit, we are really powerful ladies. Like, and even if you are never birthing a human, that power is still within you to birth a project, to birth, um, anything you want really. And like, what a gift. I just, wow. I'm in awe. Um, but coming back to Tiffany and my story tip, I wanted to tell you, I'm so proud of you. That was like the best you've ever described it. Like I got <laughs> chills over and over and over again. <laughs> Me too. I've been getting like, first of all, just so everyone knows, like full disclosure, I am in my garage because it's the only place I can hide. So there's no circulating air and I'm like full body chills the whole time. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I love it. Cause yeah, I was going to say, we call it the grocery store effect. What Tiffany was talking about, like both of us strive to be that woman in the grocery store that you don't know us, you know, nothing about us. You see us across the aisle, whatever. And you can just feel our energy. And you're like, I want what she's having. Like, I yeah. want to feel like that, that to us is the ultimate goal. And what we hope to help mamas cultivate within themselves. So as Tiff said, you know, she was way more open than I was. We used to work together in marketing and I would come to her and ask her about like my dreams and things like that. And she kept telling me I was intuitive and I would run away from it. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like my mom's intuitive. I'm not intuitive, you know, whatever. And it was just because my mom's gifts look different than mine. And everyone has Mm -hmm. in, intuitive gifts. It's just, they look different. You may have a knowing, or you may see things visually, or you may get physical sensations within the body, but no one had ever told me that it could look different. So I ran away from it. Fast forward. I had a, I had a miscarriage, um, which opened me up to the start of the universal questioning, right. Of like, okay, there's gotta be a bigger purpose for this. There's something going on. Um, and I, found the Akashic records, which for those that don't know what the records are, they're really just an energetic frequency that you're emitting out of your crown chakra at all times. And anyone can tap into them as long as you come from a place of openness and love mm -hmm. and you're getting guidance from like your spirit team, the ascended masters, any archangels, like really anyone that wants to come through and provide you guidance. And I found it as a huge means of healing and empowerment for me. And so when Tiffany and I were pregnant at the same time, and I had Sebastian, I started the questioning again and said, okay, there's gotta be more than this nine to five job. Like 
there there's got to be. And so we were talking one day and I think I was breastfeeding Sebastian and we just said, what if we went into business together? I don't know what that looks like. You know, you offer your Reiki healing. I'll offer my Akashic Records healing. And we just worked together. And Tiffany was like, what if we called ourselves Spirit Mamas? And I remember just like Googling to see if the name was available and it was, and it was an angel number to purchase. And I was like, okay, universe, like if that's not a sign, I don't know what is. And we've definitely grown and shifted. And I think what's really beautiful is that the business has grown and shifted as we do because we, yes, still offer our own one-on-one services, but I think we have found that the power and the magic is when women come together. Absolutely. And when we come together in sacred circle, it's mm. out of this world. So we, we have a membership community that we hold full moon circles for, but we also have special containers. And I'm just in awe every time of what we can accomplish as women together in our healing journeys, in our energy in really everything. When you allow yourself to be supported fully by others that see you and get you and understand what you're going through, that is so potent and so powerful. And that to us is like this, the magic of what we do is that we help you heal and grow and change and shift, but we do it in a really fun way because spirituality doesn't have to be so serious. Like we had a full moon circle last night and I think we danced for what, 15 minutes tip or something. (laughs) Yeah. And that's just how we do itself in like fun ways. It's not rigid. It's not like it's playful, you know, and we forget that sometimes. So I don't know, Tiff, what, what else about our current journey would you say? We're on a road, like on a, on a beautiful road to (laughs) amazingness. I don't know. I just, I'm in total awe because when we first started, I just think, I definitely didn't think we would be here, right? Like, cause we were coming, we were starting COVID and it was one of those things where all of my Reiki participants, you know, I was in person and I'm like, how the hell am I going to do this virtually? Not realizing, realizing, but not truly realizing, like if you read some of our reviews, like they get a better experience virtually than they do sometimes in person. And it's just because it is the energy I'm open, opening this portal for me to heal them. And, um, you know, really it allowed me to truly step into my power that I didn't realize I held. And then we went from this virtual, space to me really being like Victoria I think we should have like in-person retreat like I think we should really do that and so we did it and we we just finished our we had one in the Georgia mountains last fall we just completed one in Sedona this spring and it's beautiful to be with people in person and really see how Victoria and I work together and play off of each other. It's like so freaking powerful. And so now that's our new thing, right? So like we have another retreat coming up this November, this October in the North Georgia mountains. Again, hopefully we'll have some type of international retreat next summer, but I think we we're really kind of um, figuring out what our niche is and it's, it's pretty beautiful. And I love that you're able to flow and change because myself included in what I do, I think I've morphed so many times. And I think oftentimes we're focused on like our purpose when like our purpose is right now and being present and allowing that present moment to show you your purpose in that time that that trickles you towards that aha moment where everything that you've ever experienced, everything that you do, all of your gifts just come together. And you're like, 
oh, that's why all that other shit didn't work out. It's because I'm supposed to have gone through all this to get to where I'm supposed to be. And it's so beautiful to be able to evolve because that gives us space for growth and also space to learn. You know, because sometimes when we were like, what is your niche? What is your niche? And you're like Mm -hmm. tunnel vision. You don't allow for spirit and that exploration piece. So I absolutely love that you guys are there and it's going to be, I feel it. It's going to be good y'all. Right. And maybe be a part of it. Yes. (laughs) I'm like, I already, my brain has already been like, what can we do with Shelly? Like, can she come to our retreat? And yes. Oh my gosh. I would love to teach yoga and all I'm, I'm into astrology, the tarot. And I did want to touch on something that you said, because I say this all the time. I do tarot card readings, but I do it virtually. And my clients actually say it's more powerful and again, we forget that what we're working with is energy and it's not necessarily the proximity that matters. It's the intent behind it that matters most. And sometimes it's challenging for clients if they're not really into the woo to like, well, how do you do that? I'm like, just try it. I pinky promise you won't be disappointed. And they're like, I'm blown away because it is the ability to tap into that natural flow of energy and the ability to and I don't know if it, I don't know if you could relate to this, especially with Reiki. Do you feel like you, when you're in your own space, you can almost protect your energy a little bit more where like what you receive is so clear where it's not like distorted. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. yeah right. Sure. That's yeah. how I feel. Cause like when I do the reading, sometimes people ask questions right away or they make a movement or they, their facial features or something like that. And it, it's not necessarily that it, it throws me, but because we're energetic beings and we're always, you know, picking up information, I feel like it's just not as potent because of all those tiny little happenings. Yeah, no, for sure. Like I find that because I'll protect my space and because during my Reiki sessions and most of them are an hour or a little longer, I do intuitive counsel too. So the first 30 minutes is me asking them how they feel spiritually, mentally, physically. And then I pull cards, I pull tarot, oracle, whichever they shoot, whatever I'm called to do that day. And so then I'm doing this reading and I find that, you know, when I'm doing it in my own space and they aren't physically there, everything's like, it's no interruptions. But sometimes like if you pull a card and they're like, and you see their faces like, well, yeah. I'm, okay, like, let me still flow with what I'm feeling, but right. like, should I be questioning myself? You know what I mean? And it's, I mean, it works out, but it's just one of those things where like, when you pick up on that facial expression or something like that in the, in the energy or the movement or like them looking at the cart harder than they would if it was, they couldn't, you know, it's, it does make a difference. So yeah. <laughs> it does, right. So now like some of my clients, they'll do it virtually. So I'll, I'll do the reading first and then I show them the cards that's how I do it now great idea okay maybe maybe give them the messages because they don't know what it means right most of the time they don't know how to read tarot or anything like that but then I just lay them down in front and I I give them this is what's coming through and then I'm like this is what this card represents this is what this card represents this is what this card represents and I find that that works I'm going to get you our oracle deck that's coming out soon, by the way. And it's not tarot, but yes, it'll go on pre-sale mid-June. But we've, that's been a creative endeavor of ours that we've poured our our hearts into. And it is the spirit of oracle. 
we will we will well i don't have anything built yet i'll i'll have to build it okay but um we absolutely will but i was thinking that metamorphosis that you talked about shelly we have a card that's called like the ever-changing metamorphosis and i think that's something that we both have really embraced because like i mean tiff can speak more on it but i know she's been doing a ton of shadow work this year Mm -hmm. and i think with each with each child you're born anew but i also think if you're truly, like you said, following the breadcrumbs, you're doing yourself a disservice if you put yourself in that box, right? If you say, oh, this is the only thing that I do because I never then would have followed my heart to become a certified inner voice facilitator or breath work or whatever. I would have said, oh, I'm only in the Akashic Records and that's all that I do. But I think that we all have so many pieces of us. We're multidimensional, right? We're not just moms. We're not just woo-woo healers. We're not just women. We're all of these things. And it's our job to explore every single part of that on this journey around the sun, because that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to learn. We're here to grow. We're here to explore. And I really think that it's okay to change when, and we tell this to our moms all the time, you can change who you are five seconds from now. Absolutely. It does not matter. And if you are around people that are trying to constantly remind you of who you were, maybe those people don't need to be in your circle anymore. And that's been a big thing. I think for both of us is setting boundaries around who gets our energy and who gets this joy. Like that was a message that came through for me recently that I want to spread love and I want to spread light everywhere into everyone. But for some people, they don't, they don't deserve my joy. They don't deserve my joy. They don't deserve that. And it's okay to guard that and to mm-hmm. not have to explain myself or not have to whatever, like people that know me 10 years ago, if they found out I had a business called spirit mamas, they literally would be like, what you <laughs> like the girl who used to party all the time and was like, you know, whatever. And I'd be like, yeah, because I'm allowed to change. Thank you very much. Absolutely. So I'll get off my soapbox, but I don't know why that came through really strong of like, it's okay to change no, and shift and grow. Thank you for that. Because I think to, you know, especially if you're really caught up in like society's, you know, idea of success, it's sometimes in the form of a specific profession. And we forget that we are creative beings in the process of creating. And that is of God, of the universe and of spirit. And we don't just do one thing and say, okay, like, this is what I do. Whereas you allow yourself, as we've been saying, to explore and to move with the creativity that's bubbling up inside of you. And even if you do have that corporate job, if there's a tug on your heart to go to yoga teacher training, which is what happened to me, I'm like, I don't know why I'm just going to do it. And I did it. And I what did it originally not to teach, but to deepen my own practice. It evolved. It grew. That turned into meditation. Meditation turned into tarot. Tarot turned into coaching. Coaching turned into astrology, using all that knowledge. And it creates, like we mentioned before, this um, melting pot of skill sets that give you the ability to work with a specific group of women or, you know, individuals that understand your dimensional beauty. Like I still go to DJ concerts. I'm like, babe, like, you know, Rufus to soul is coming. We got to go. Yes. See it. Yes, <laughs> so it's and I don't think I'll ever stop that. Right. Because I like to dance. I like to move. Right. But that is a part of enveloping and embracing instead of 
rejecting or in ignoring because it doesn't fit the whole societal norm, so to speak. Absolutely. And giving self like time to self as a mom, you know, I think we talk about this all the time that Tiffany and I both took individual trips last year. I went to Costa Rica for five days. Like she went on a girl's trip and we have to fill our cups as mothers. We're better mothers when we give back to ourselves first. And then we are in a state of overflow to give to our kids and our families and whomever. And it's not selfish. It's necessary to feed those parts of yourself because then you're showing your kids it's okay too for them to fill their cups and this like sacrificing mom thing that has been around for so long I think finally it's starting to fall away a little bit but we see it all the time that some of the moms that come to our circles that's the one time a month that they give themselves an hour and that's amazing but I want you to do that every single day and if you can't give yourself an hour that's totally fine but give yourself 30 minutes a day to do whatever it is you want to do without an agenda, without like a need to be serving anyone else but yourself. Because at least for me, that's the only way I can connect with the divine is that stillness and is that time to really check in with myself and say, is this what I want? Is this what I need? Where am I being led to next? Um, because if not, you're, you're going to be led by outside forces. You're going to be led by the things that you consume. And it's, it's not sad, but it's a disservice because imagine how much happier and more fulfilled you could be if you just stop to tune in and say like, do I really want to do that? And if the answer is no, that's okay. But if you never ask the question, you will just continue on the same trajectory, the same path that you know, maybe you're really not destined to be on until the universe throws a damn boulder in your path that says you're going to listen. And that's no fun, right? Like you'd rather be listening along the way than have something crazy, like uproot your entire life so that you have to listen. Absolutely. I think we need to um, facilitate a spirit dadas. So that way the dads can uh, recognize that the women really need like that time too. Right. My husband I mean, jokingly my husband... calls himself spirit daddy, but I'm yeah. like, you don't embrace anything. I mean, he embraces us and gets me crystals and all that kind of stuff. But every time he jokes, I'm like, you really need to go meditate or go spend some time. Yeah. To and doing it in like a manly way too. Right. Because I mean, that could be the whole other little part of whatever, you know, you might be building, you know, the husbands of, of, of these women that come to your, your circle, because it is something that I think is needed. You know, it's like that, that unit needs to also recognize the other side. And my husband, he's like, well, you're home. Like, yeah, but I'm not like, it's not. And my friend actually just said it like this last night when I was with her, my friend, Jessica, she's like, I'm home, but it's not like going to work with people that aren't my heart. I'm with my heart all the time. And I'm worried all the time. I can't ignore my heart. You know, I can't, you know, I have to entertain, I have to interact. And it's like being able to, like you said, find that balance and also be with a partner that fully understands that as well. And I'm fortunate that mine does for the most part, he doesn't quite get the whole home thing as much as we all wish they do. Right. But he gets it and he helps, but for sure, a little, a little segment of that 
right? Spirit yeah. Daddy's hike or something. I literally just yes. told my husband this morning <laughs> that he needs to take some time for himself. And mm -hmm. he got a little like, he was like, well, I'm really glad that you, you don't think that because he does a lot of house projects. Um, he's like, I'm really glad that you don't think that these house projects are my time to myself. Aww. And I'm like, they're absolutely not like, so you need true. to go hike. You need to go see your guys. You know I think, I think if it's also just like how we talk about moms, like what is that? What does that time to yourself mean for you? And so I think for your husband, it may him just going in there and getting in his zone may be that time. And I know for you as probably like, you know, step outside, you know what I mean? But some people just need like for him, he's like, hell, I'm about to get in here and paint this wall and make this whole new bathroom. And I mean, he does. That is so him. <laughs> and he's he active service as his love language. And he just loves to like use his hands. You're so right. <laughs> that makes so much sense yeah. now. But hey, Victoria, take it. If he's like, no, this is me. I'm still in the house and I still want to do this. Hey, <laughs> that's what he needs. Like, no, he ain't. I'm ordering him to go for a run later today. You like <laughs> you're like, get out of here, please. <laughs> <laughs> I need some space in this house please <laughs> in oh a very loving way of course <laughs> love this so much i do want to touch on something um just because it is something that i've been working on and i know a couple of my clients as well the mother wound and if you both can speak to that in any you know frame that comes to mind to speak about it i would love to hear your take on it and what you can share and maybe nuggets of wisdom throughout your journey with it yeah, so we hold a container called Healing the Mother Wound. It is a four-week container, very intimate circle where we have, I think the most we've ever had was maybe 15 ladies, maybe Victoria, but um, usually we have anywhere between 10 and 15 women who join us over a four-week period, and we work from the root chakra up to the heart chakra each week. And it's really about tapping into um, your ancestors, calling in the healed ancestors, um, our guides and our angels to really help us release um, and heal anything that's in the mother wound, which we all have, right? Um, and it's really about um, trying to heal things that our ancestors maybe couldn't before they transitioned while they're in this transition period and then for the future. And so it's been a beautiful experience. We just finished the fourth round of healing the mother wound about two weeks ago. Um, and we are going to offer it again um, in the fall. And it's just been this beautiful journey. Um, each group has been totally different. And I will say like each time, I've healed a little different this this round I'm still healing and I and I know we're in this weird eclipse space and this transition yes. space and so for me the last three weeks um I've been really struggling and I think a lot of it came up with the healing the mother wound the second week where we had to tell our birth story so <laughs> I realized that my mom was carrying a lot in that experience that I have brought into this life and I really want to get rid of it for my grandchildren and whomever comes after me. And so I've been really struggling with that over the last few weeks. Um, but it's beautiful. And Victoria, I think it came to her via like meditation. It was like a download one day. She's like, Tip, I think we need to do this. And it's just been beautiful ever since. But Victoria, what am I missing? No, I think I think what I'm amazed by is what you were saying earlier, Shelly, about the layers that like you almost, you think you're done or you've worked through something and then something else pops up to trigger you. And 
I'm, I'm amazed at what I heal every time, but I'll still never forget. I think the first time we went to, to hold this circle, my mom is, like I said, very intuitive. She's a supporter of us, but out of the blue, she really was like, oh, I want you to open my Akashic records. I want to do all this stuff. And it was like right around the time that we started the first round of it. And each time I feel like not only have I come to know myself more, I've come to know my mother more mm-hmm. and the things that she went through. And it's true. If you have a mother, you have a mother wound. And I think there's a misconception that you had to have an abusive childhood or that it's a bad thing, but it's, it's all energy. You were in your grandmother's womb when your mother was there. And so any energy that she has gone through is still within you, is still within yourselves, is still within your body. And so I truly believe that we're the generation to transmute that, that we are here to, you know, it's a heavy burden. Yes, but I think we can do it. And it's because we don't want to pass it on to our children. And so like Tiffany said, we called in the healed ancestors very intentionally because they have a high enough vibration to help us. And you'll see, like, we have women that come back for multiple rounds. And this last round, one told us we do an opening, you know, invocation and meditation to invite all the ancestors in. We ask any of the not healed ancestors to kind of step back. And she said she was amazed. The second round, she had way more step forward. And I said, that's because of the work you've been doing. You know, it shows your mind, right? That like you have more support there than you think you do. And it's a very individual journey, but at the core of it, I think what we find is it comes back to safety and security and worthiness are kind of the three things that come up in nearly every round. And it's been so innately buried in us from our mothers and our mother's mothers that couldn't use their voices and couldn't speak up for themselves. And even going back to the witch trials, we find honestly that a lot of us were probably witches and covens together back in the day. Absolutely. You know, like we're healing that energy and we're standing up for ourselves. And so it's the first time for some of these women that they're able to say with confidence that, that they're worthy or that they feel safe in a space enough to release some of these emotions. Um, So it's really powerful. You would think in four weeks that you can't do a lot, but I think Tiffany and I have put together a mix of our gifts in a way that are very intuitive. So each week builds upon itself and we use different spiritual tools to help you kind of excavate up and out so that by the final week, when you're accessing your own Akashic records, like you are coming from this like place of pure, pure love. Mm -hmm. Such a powerful, just like sitting here listening to you, I'm like totally like enveloped in what you're saying and feeling it in like the heart space because I think it speaks to more people than we think. And I think that as women, we not only hold the ancestral lineage and I truly am with you. I believe we are here to break the generational curses. And I've, you know, myself have been doing a lot of that, but we also in this present time and in this present moment also don't want to carry those burdens within ourselves any longer, but we're at that point in the generation where we're recognizing what that self-worth is, where that self-worth is coming from. Whereas my mom, she's Cuban, you know, she was raised differently. 
she just said, that is who I am. I'm like, but that's, that's not how you came to be, you know? Oh, well, this is just who I am. Like, but no mom, it, that's not like you, you develop that in some way. And I think we're the generation that's choosing to take on a different perspective on what's going on internally and emotionally and almost in a sense, honor it and allow these energies through, you know, ancestors, through, you know, uploads, downloads, intuition, guide our path to that clearer, you know, future of the whole, because that's what we're doing right now. Like we think that it's just our kids, but it's, it's humanity. It's consciousness. We are becoming more conscious of consciousness in different capacities. So we can generate the following generations differently, you know, and it's, it's not as much as I want to, of course, not, I don't want my kids and grandkids to carry it. It goes, it's bigger than that. You know, it's bigger than the individualistic perspective. Yeah, I agree. And I think it kind of goes back to what I was saying, like, becoming a mom and realizing that I need my child to see me how I truly am. Right. So he knows that mommy's going to go upstairs and meditate. Um, my youngest, he walks around with my crystals. And I think it's showing them too that, you know, what society may say about women is not always accurate, but also like mommy is, she makes miracles happen with her hands or with her man, you know, when she says her manifestations in the morning, like I see that these things are really happening and they, they do that now. Like they go to the mirror and they say, you know, how they build themselves up. And a lot of times when my 12 year old comes home, I'm like, how was your day? And on the days where he had a really bad day is usually the ones where he doesn't start off with his affirmations. And he'll say like, mommy, I just need to do my affirmations right now in the car. Okay? <laughs> and like, let's just change the state. And this, at that point, it's five o'clock in the evening, but it's still, he's, he's, he knows how to really embrace who we are. And we are, yeah. spir- we are spiritual beings in this human body and we're having this experience. And so it, it really goes back to, you know, my mama was a lot like yours, Shelly, where she's like, no, this is just how we were. And now I see her like asking me questions and wanting to read some of my books and just kind of being really um, proud of who I have become as a woman and how I kind of flow through life. And a lot of times I think when we're caught up in our day to day, we don't realize what people are seeing. And it's, it's been a few weeks over the last three weeks, I've had several people, friends who've come to me to be like, I just love how you raise your boys. Like you and your husband soon be ex are like, you guys flow and you all work together. And you know, if you don't have this whole like structure situation, and some people may think that's good or bad, but I think that also comes with who I've become. Cause I used to be very like OCD and like everything needs to be this way. And I think kids remind you to tap into that inner child and just flow sometimes. And I think out of everything that I've learned with being in Spirit Mamas and being a business owner of Spirit Mamas was really tapping into my inner child. Like everything we do, if you look at our Instagram page, if you look at how me and Victoria work together, we really are finding that playfulness inside of us, which so many adults, especially moms, we forget is there. So yeah. The one thing that I've recently been tapping into, and I don't know if this is like a mainstream thing or not, but 
my inner teenager my god my inner teenager would be moody as hell oh my god she's fierce (laughs) and i did you know i don't know if you're familiar with psych k but i work with a psych k practitioner and like she came through and she's saucy and i have to say i think the inner child is so important right because that's the foundation but I've been healing my inner teenager and I feel like there's so much there because that's like where you're coming into a framework of self and like the unpacking I've been doing with the inner teenager. And my mom was very strict and very rigid. And I was like this carefree, like gypsy girl. And I was very rebellious. And I realized that remnants of that of not only being in that way, but being that way in the environment that I was in really put on different masks or personalities, right? And, or layers of the ego that I created and developed to protect myself for trying to be myself, right? So it's like, it's really interesting because the inner child's work is obviously huge, but dude, try tapping into your inner teenager. I think I need this. Like I really, (laughs) I'm telling you, like I really true. And I don't think it's like quite mainstream yet. And like, I think this is a huge part for women, especially because we are not intended to shut up. We are not intended to like be on the sidelines to be proper. Like we are just equally as creative. And I think there's a lot of, maybe not so much now, but I know for sure when I was growing up, girls don't do that, Shelly, you need to look like this, you need to dress like this, and probably the Cuban culture too, right, but like, when you're a teenager, and you're like, but I don't want to wear that, like, that's not who I am, and you're forced to, like, put on this thing that's not who you are, there's a lot of healing there. Oh, yeah, you're basically being told you're not good enough the way you are, that you've got to shape, and then we wonder where self-worth comes from as women, seriously, I, this is fascinating to me because I, I come from a Cuban family as well. And I grew up with, there was four generations of us under one roof, my great grandmother, my abuela, my mom and I, and the amount of judgment from my great grandmother and my abuela to some extent, you know, and then I know my mom reacted a certain way because she felt judged by them. Um, but I had a lot of anger growing up and I was the rebellious teen and it's because I didn't feel safe or feel seen or feel like it was okay to be too much or too boisterous or be the way that I am. Um, so that's fascinating. I'm, I'm going to meditate on this because I think she's been coming out a lot and she's she's not happy that she's been in the closet. Like, she's like, uh, uh, this is it's a reckoning right around here. Okay. I'm coming out too, like with a vengeance. And I'm like, I sound like a teenager. And I was like, holy shit. My inner teenager probably wants to be seen and heard. It's crazy. It's fascinating. So fascinating. Like I'm meditating after this and that's who I'm tapping into today. <laughs> yes. Sure. I would love to like, I don't even know how you would facilitate something like that, but the way that I started, I mean, it's kind of funny or whatever. I started doing and listening to the music that I listened to as a teenager that like, I, like Alanis Morissette, my mom found the cassette and like burned it like offspring. Like she broke the CD in half and I just started listening to like the music and like the colors and like 
remembering what my room looked like. And that's where I started. And I'm telling you, it's, it's been, it's been fascinating. That makes total sense that the music would be the connection because that can transport you back in a moment to where you were. I wonder too, if like sensory wise, if, I don't know if you wore like a certain perfume or a certain whatever, like I used to always wear bath and body works, um, Japanese cherry blossom. Like to this day, if I smell that, I'm like, God, I feel like I'm in high school. Um, but I feel like that would immediately take you back in and a way yeah, that's like you're visceral, right. you know? So maybe right. try adding that to the mix too. Yeah, I <laughs> think go pop into Bath and Body Works and be like, my whole body would be like, ah! <laughs> Chemicals, ah! <laughs> Oh, but I'm sure my body will recognize like, oh shit, she back. <laughs> Too funny. Oh my God. I'm, I'm in love with this conversation, girls. I don't even know what time it is. And we're just going. <laughs> but, I'm seriously um, like, where do you live in the U.S.? Like, let's go hang out, please. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I live in South Florida. Whenever you ladies want to come down. Awesome. Come down. <laughs> let's do it. I would love that so much. My whole uh, family is still in Key West, so. Oh, perfect. I'll be down there sooner rather than later. Perfect. Um, one thing I did want to touch on that came into my awareness as you were talking, and I don't feel like us connecting is a mistake by any means. And what I'll share is my mom passed away in December of 2021. And her and I had a bit of like a I mean, you know, the Cubans, you know what I'm talking about. My mom is very spiritual and very intuitive, but very rigid in the context in which she uses very Christian, which is nothing against any of this. Like, I think everything is spiritual, but it was, it was ingrained in me differently. And she literally told me you're, you're working with the devil. You're the devil, blah, 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 blah. And like the judgments, like just constant, right? throughout. And I have been working through nurturing that, that relationship in her passing and the relationship has gotten stronger in her passing. And I don't know if energetically her spirit recognizes the energetics now to be able to mend with where I'm at. Whereas before there was such a wall and such a barrier because of like the egoic, um, you know, religious aspects attached. And I find this to be so fascinating and even just healing and conversation and sharing with her passing that I almost feel as though this component in what I'm doing is even just going to up-level that even more. And as we said before, you know, it, our mothers, right. But like, how do we mother ourselves, you know, and whether we're conscious of it or not, we learned how to mother ourselves through our mother. Right. And my mom was single mom, hustler, go-getter, breadwinner, you know, and she was go, 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 go. And I'm finding myself at the same time, like that mirror is like, you're doing the same thing, like slow it down. What did you always want from your mom? Her time. And now I'm looking at my kids and I'm like, okay, I always wanted, and obviously the way that I need to mother each one of them is going to be very different. But in my mind, I'm like, 
let's let's take it back right and see how we're mothering ourselves through what we learned from our mothers not only energetically but also in the physical form so I definitely am experiencing some heart opening moments in conversation with the both of you in this space with my mom and yeah it is it is a process it is sometimes I think to myself I'm like god being human is so freaking weird right like <laughs> it is so weird what's coming through oh. for me Shelly for you for your mom is so on a spiritual aspect the reason why you're connecting more now is because it's almost like she had to be who she was so I came from a very religious background like African-American people which obviously yeah. it's all connected yeah but- they're all the same um very religious that's why I stay in the closet for so long um but I think your mom had to be who she was so that you can be who you are so the reason why you're connecting more with her on a spiritual level right now is because her spirit already knew like her journey as a human I'm sorry when I channel I kind of close my eyes but like um when when she was here in the human form she her spirit knew it couldn't just flow the way it wanted to because it needed to be that strict for you to step into your true power so that you can heal the generations moving forward the reason you're connecting more with her now is because her spirit is like yes i i fulfilled my purpose right like i'm so proud of shelly right now because she is truly doing everything i unfortunately could not do because of all the the Christianity that was basically like beaten to us. Like you have to believe this, you know what I mean? Like you, it it needs to be this way. Um, And so she had to be, put you in a box, but now you're out of that box. And I think the reason you're connecting so well is because she's, her spirit is just really proud and you guys have really fulfilled your soul purpose together so that you can continue on. So that's what's coming through for me. I truly, truly feel that because I wouldn't be who I am without her. And I honor that. But in the moment of being in it as a teenager, it was hard to swallow and understand. And that's where I think a lot of my deep-rooted healing is really beginning is within that teenage, you know, healing um, because of that. So beautiful. I totally, my body says yes to everything you said, and I appreciate you sharing that. I want to give you guys a hug. (laughs) Oh my God. And it's funny, there's a little dog coming through too. I don't know if she had a, a tiny dog or if you have a tiny dog, but she did have a dog she had a dog in Cuba named Munchie that she ended up leaving to come to the states and then her and I had one dog Reggie which was the Shih Tzu black and white and then I bought a dog with a credit card one time and I showed up at home and I was like hey mom I bought a dog and she's like what (laughs) well it feels maybe more like it's like Reggie but it's funny who whoever it is it's with her um and comes through to your kids a lot so I don't know if they notice that there's like a dog around but there is <laughs> watching like, over you Reggie was my OG man I love that dog so much he was he was such a good dog soulful and I could tell he was soulful even when I was like young you know and I think when you're young you're so keen to spirituality and the beauty that us as moms in bringing it in and nurturing it and strengthening it even more so 
the next step of generations that are coming through are just going to be potent potent my son my oldest son like we do the same thing crystals on the chakras before bed we talk about what you're grateful for we do eft tapping on the way to school um and he knows what i do and he's like okay you know you're gonna do do the tear he's not into it just yet i'm like do you want to because he likes to play cards like we like do card games i was like do you want to play with the tarot he's like how do you play that game (laughs) like well I can show you. (laughs) Yeah. Because like, I want him to be able to like in his natural state, like pick up without saying what the cards, like, you know, logically mean, but like, how does that card make you feel? What do you think this one's saying? What do you think this one's saying? So I've been trying to do like one card pulls with him and he plays along a little bit, but it's beautiful to be able to nurture the spiritual aspects and also give them the space to create their own, um, is essentially what I feel at least the three of us and a lot of us women who are listening want for our children is, yeah, this is the way that I do it, but I honor the way in which you feel most connected in the way that you do, because there's more than one way to get to source because we are source and that's where we all go back to and come from. It's just your perspective or almost like a diamond with the different facets. And it's like, how are you looking in and it's still a part of the same, you know? Exactly. I think we always say like, we're not gurus. We're not here to tell you exactly what to do. No. We're here to share our journeys and what's worked for us and the spiritual tools that we love. But we want you to like pick and choose what works for you. You know, like it's not a one size fits all. Just like your family's not a one size fits all. Like you as a mom are not a one size fits all. Like you have to find what's right for your family. And it's going to look totally different than my family or Tiffany's family, you know? And that's the beauty of it is then finding it and then having the courage to follow that when everyone else maybe is telling you that that's not the way to do things or how you should do things or what have you. Mm-hmm. I drank out of my, my coffee this morning. It's like, be your own hype girl. <laughs> but what came through when you were saying that was, it's through us living our truth that welcomes them to find their own. I love that. Love right. That. And I, can I get that, that on a t-shirt? <laughs> yeah, right. Somebody put it on a t-shirt stat, send it to me, but it's through living our truth that we allow them to find their own. And let's take that a step further. We are all for, you know, the universe's children and extension of the universe. So in each of our individual truths being carried out and lived, we welcome that to everyone, every human, right? Because like you said, that's the magic. When you're enveloped and you see somebody who's like, that person like energetically, like I want what she's having, you feel that, you know that, and that is living that truth or that natural unfolding of spirit, nature, the combination of the two. Yes, beautiful. It's so true. Oh gosh, like, this yeah. is so great. <laughs> How can we get in on what you're serving? Do we have, I know we're going to have a bunch of different links, but if you can give us a little information about all the different things that you offer, I know you mentioned a couple, I don't know if there's any more um, that you have going on and how um, the listeners can connect with you and perhaps get in on the goodness you're serving everyone. 
say I was like Tiff do you want to go do you want me to go um <laughs> you can find us at spiritmamas.com or instagram at spirit.mamas we hold our healing the mother wound container multiple times a year the next one will be in the fall after I have baby we have a retreat coming up in the North Georgia mountains in October we have an oracle deck coming out in June pre-sale yes and then Tiff and I also hold space for women one-on-one. So you can work with Tiffany for Reiki healing sessions and spiritual counseling or sound healing. I like to work with women in longer containers. So if you sign up to work with me, it's going to be a four month minimum, but we go through a full transformation using all of the tools like breath work, the Akashic records, inner voice, so that you can come out being a true beacon for your family. And I think anything that you do with either of us is going to help you shine that light inside so that it can then ripple to your family, your communities, the world. And we're just so thankful for you, Shelly. Like you just yeah. found new BFFs in us. I don't think you know yeah. that yet, but well, I know I knew you're not getting rid of little intro. I was like, these girls are my people. These are my peeps. <laughs> anything you would add to no, thank you so much for having us. And yes, um, I wanted to ask you mentioned a membership. Yes. How did I even forget that? Um, I, I yes. was like, is she going to say it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Like you said at the end, I like forget everything. Um, yes. We're giving all of the listeners a free month of our Spirit Mamas membership. So we have a monthly full moon circle and an exclusive energy healing for those members. We have an on-demand video library of breath work, sound healing, meditations oh. that are all 15 minutes or less. So as a busy mama, you can get it in whatever you need it. And we also have this really amazing high vibe group chat that's part of the community that you have us and all the other women in your pocket at all times to cheer you on, to share what's going on in your life um, and to really be there for you. So check us out. It's a small, but mighty community. It's like my heart. Seriously. All of these women are amazing. I love it. And the link will be in the show notes for you to sign up. I'm for sure signing up. Um, as soon as you send it to me, I cannot wait to be a part of it. Oh my gosh. Such a blessing to be with you both and to hear and also share and just commune and have this beautiful unfolding of a conversation that was truly heartfelt for sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. And maybe we'll have you back again. We can, we could have another powwow. <laughs> Just let us maybe know. on that teenager. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much.